Good all. Uh, is the, uh, everybody able to hear okay? Um, just for media that are here and other stakeholders, there are news releases circulating. Um, I thought I printed off enough. It looks like I may not have, so um, somebody from AH Comms will get us a photocopy if we do run out. So in a minute, um, Minister Sarah Hoffman, Minister of Health and Minister of Seniors, will speak about plans for Calgary Cancer Centre. We have a lot of advocates that have been um, talking about this for a long time, and she will also introduce them. After the minister gives a short speech, we will do a Q&A with her, and then when that wraps up, we will um, open it up for just one-on-ones with the, with the advocates we have here at the front, and that can happen in a scrum format with the media. So over to you, Minister Hoffman. Thanks, Tim. Good morning, and thank you, everyone, for joining us here today. I'm pleased to be joined by AHS CEO and President Vicki Kaminsky, as well as Micah Osinchuk, CEO of Alberta Cancer Foundation, Dan Hollinda, Executive Director of the Canadian Cancer Society, John Osler and Heather Culbert from uh, the Concerned Citizens for Calgary Cancer Centre, which is a group that I think we all affectionately refer to as C5. And we're here today with an announcement that has been long overdue for the citizens of Calgary and Alberta. They have waited very patiently and today we're announcing that the Calgary Cancer Centre is going forward and will be built here on the Foothills Medical Centre site. <laughs> this facility will give cancer patients and their families the right care at the right time in the right place for the right value. And before I go on, I want to spend some time reflecting on the experiences and hardships of cancer patients and survivors and their families. At the beginning of this week, I met with a group here with me, and they each had compelling stories of their experiences with cancer, something that I'm sure has affected everyone in this room and probably everyone watching on TV. Whether you're a survivor, a family member, a cancer care professional, you've been impacted by cancer. And I took away from that meeting with these advocates, their specific journeys, and the importance of having some certainty as a family member when somebody you care about is going through this difficult time. Dan from the Society said something that I think especially resonates with today's announcement. The Canadian Cancer Society's research and experts have linked strong coping skills and reduced stress to better patient outcomes. I believe that the current situation we have despite the excellent compassionate care of the health professionals we're so lucky to have in our province, hasn't helped patients or their families cope with the hard realities of cancer, nor has it reduced the stress inherited in such a journey. I'm hoping that today we'll all be able to rest assured that this government is, knowing that this government is here for them and prepared to give them the certainty and support that they need. This is why I'm so glad to be able to talk about the cancer center that will be built here on the Foothills Medical Center campus. The new center will add a crucial component to Alberta's existing complement of cancer care facilities, which already includes... Minister, can you just hold one second? I apologize. Operator, could you hold on for a few minutes, please? Yes. Thank you. They can't hear us. Thank you. The new cancer center uh, will add cr a crucial component to Alberta's existing complement of cancer care facilities, which already includes the Cross Cancer Center Institute in, Cal in Edmonton, sorry, the, Cross can uh, the cancer centers in Grand Prairie, Red Deer, Medicine Hat, Lethbridge, and 11 community cancer centers across our province. 
Built here at the, at the foothills has a number of benefits, including the ability to integrate the new center with existing hospital services, such as diagnostic imaging, lab, and food services. Further, by bringing several services together under one roof, the new center will eliminate the stress for patients, families, and health professionals of having to travel between locations in uh, to have different services. When it's completed, we also expect this center will help attract even more world-leading cancer researchers, specialists, and oncologists to our province. We need this new center, not only because our population has grown so much in recent years, but because we expect to see an increase in cancer rates as well. A recent report by the Canadian Cancer Society projects that cancer incidences in Alberta will go up approximately 60% in the next 15 years. The new centre will increase our cancer care capacity and will make use of new technologies and innovations in cancer care. It will also help to take pressures off an already very busy Tom Baker Cancer Centre and will be integral in meeting the future cancer needs of Albertans. Project planning is already underway and we expect to have more information to share about the specifics of the facility in the fall. A detailed project budget will also be brought forward in the fall as part of the province budget, pro budget budgeting process. Our government made a commitment to deliver the Calgary Cancer Centre for patients and families in Calgary and throughout Alberta. With provincial cancer rates expected to rise, an aging population growing, and an existing cancer services in high demand, the time to act is now. So, this is why I'm very pleased to be able to make this announcement today which is the first of several concrete steps that we'll be laying out in the months ahead. Our government is committed to providing world-class cancer facility for Albertans. Today's announcement is made with all Albertans, those living with cancer and those who have been touched through family and friends, uh, their best outcomes at heart. And we know that this is an important investment for Alberta. Thank you very much. So just before we get going, can I confirm with the operator that you can hear everything that's being said into the microphone? Hi, yes, I can hear you. Okay, thank you. So what we'll do is uh, we'll just open up for questions, and uh, I just ask that we, um, we monopolize the minister's time, and we make sure we get a chance to answer questions from everybody in the room, and then I'll go to the lines. I have to check for you to the main conference. Okay, so is Mr. Jim Wilson there? Yes. Okay. Yes, I can say a few words for you. Thank you. Okay, so I will be transferring you now into the main conference, and from this point on, your, your participants will be able to hear what is being said into the conference. Okay, thank you. We have a whole room full of people that can hear us as well. Okay. Okay. And, um, all right, so you'll just hear a brief moment of music, and then I'll start the recording. Okay, uh, we're going to start taking questions now. We're working on a very aggressive timeline. Uh, lot 7 is, of course, still one of the options we're considering. We know there are a few other options on the Fithill site, including Lot 1. Uh, we are entering into uh, some specific geotechnical and reviewing some of the transportation plans in the next few months. But uh, we are, as I'm sure is evident from having this announcement today, uh, very early into our term, uh, working aggressively on this project and making sure it's open as, as soon as possible. So I'm still aiming for the original dates as outlined by the previous government. Um, 
we'll see uh, in the months ahead when we're able to iron out some of the details around the geotechnical and the exact location for the full uh, the full cancer center whether or not uh, whether or not that timeline is still uh, appropriate. But at this point, I believe it is. So given that there's a couple of different options we're looking at, and both of them are currently parking structures, we know that we're going to have to have somewhere for, for patients and staff to be able to park so that they can come here and have the full services. So that is certainly one of the components that will be part of the final, final rollout. Uh, I can uh, let you know that uh, I have an had an opportunity to raise this with my cabinet colleagues, and I have their assurance that this will be a priority in the fall budget. So we're going to be moving forward with the RFP process. I am confident that uh, partners who want to be part of this project will bring forward the most competitive bids that they can. And uh, given that the economy is a little different than it was when that first number came out, I am hopeful that they, they may even come in uh, at more uh, aggressive uh, bids than that. So I don't want to uh, say exactly what the numbers will be because uh, we really need industry to step forward and bring forward proposals to make sure that we're getting the best value for taxpayers. Um, in terms of uh, exact dollar figures, um, I can tell you that operating costs is also something that we're concerned about, making sure that um, we have the best long-term investment. If you can save, uh, save a little bit of money up front, but it's going to cost more in terms of operations, that might not be the best investment for Albertans. So we'll be looking both at construction costs as well as what our operating costs will be on various locations here at the Foothill site. All of those times that the project was delayed, there were other people running the government. And uh, we have a new government. And uh, we are absolutely committed to fulfilling this. We, I, I've done my due diligence in terms of uh, connecting with my colleagues, uh, looking at um, the numbers of different pressures that we're facing, and uh, feel very supported with uh, the stakeholders that we have in the community, as is evident by their attendance here today. Uh, we know that we need to build this facility, not just for Calgarians, but for Albertans, and we're moving forward. Mm -hmm. comment is that the previous government, they had backed away because they were saying that the costs had gone up considerably beyond uh, what, what had originally been said. Are you at this point thinking that you're not seeing those cost overruns that, uh, that, that they had originally raised as a so through the RFP process, we need our partners to step up and put forward actual bids on the construction. And uh, I know that sometimes when things get take longer to happen, sometimes costs go up, but also the economy is different today than it was uh, when those original um, numbers were put together. So I think we need to let uh, our partners in construction actually do their due diligence in putting forward bids and, uh, and myself do uh, my due diligence as well as our members in government in terms of uh, making sure that we pick the best bid moving forward. So uh, I don't know what the hard number is going to be today, to be frank. We've, we've done some analysis on what we think the bids might come in at, and uh, now it's up to the actual people who want to procure those contracts to put forward bids and make sure that they're competitive so we can get a good return for taxpayers. Uh, I think in my first week, I considered about eight different options. And then I got it down to five different options. And now we're down to about three different options, all at Foothills. Uh, 
So we've definitely uh, made sure that we had the, the wide range of data that was available to us, and not just data for the original construction costs, but also data for what it would mean for transportation costs for AHS, as well as transportation costs on families. We know how difficult it is a time when you're, when you're going through cancer treatments and to have to be at multiple locations. It doesn't just have multiple cost locations, uh, costs for Alberta Health Services, but it also has multiple costs for the patients and families. So um, that was part of the uh, information that we took into consideration moving forward. But uh, we are absolutely committed to moving forward here at the Foothills site. We will, have a, we will have a comprehensive cancer facility 100% here at Foothills. Whether there's demand in other areas in addition to that, uh, we'll have to see what the timelines look like and, and some of the patient needs, but we will have a comprehensive cancer center at Foothills. Can we take a couple more from the room? And just before I do that, operator, are we all queued up with callers on the line? We'll get there in a couple minutes, but we'll we'll take care of the room here for a bit longer. It, it, it took uh, previous governments, well, they didn't do it. Well, what 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 changed? I mean, outside of the fact the government changed, as you mentioned, but what made it so uh, it's like easy for you to make the decision? But the decision happened fairly quickly, and we're here today. Whereas in the past, it didn't happen. Uh, I can tell you that my guiding values are making sure that we get care in the right place, at the right time, by the right professional, for the right value. And, um, and that doesn't mean that one of those is a higher priority than the others. We need to make sure that we have services where people need them, available when they need them, that we've got the professionals lined up to provide those services. And there will be monetary costs that go with this. But this is, uh, this is the cost of having assurance for, for all Albertans that when they are facing cancer, um, that there's a facility that can help address their needs and that the professionals are there to help do that. So those are my guiding values. Um, and uh, what guiding values were of previous administrations, I can't speak to, but those are mine moving forward. One more from the room and then I'll go to the lines. Okay, we'll go to the lines. Oh, sorry. May 24th. May 24th. I would swear you had never heard of this. Is that true that you did not know about the Calgary Cancer Center? Oh, I'd watch the news. I'd, I'd, I'd watched the news. I'd, uh, I'd seen the coverage. Uh, I was aware of what the dialogue was on the ground. I wasn't in a position to be able to give you any details or direction. Uh, this has been one of the areas I've been working on very diligently over the last five weeks, and, uh, and I'm really glad to be in a position with confidence here today to deliver uh, with you, uh, to you, uh, Don, and to Calgarians uh, the reassurances that I think you were looking for on May 24th, but I'm in a position today to be able to do that. Okay, operator, we'll take the first caller. Okay, at this time, we don't have any current questions, so any media on the line, if you'd like to ask a question, please press star 1 on your touch tone set. Okay, we'll go back to the room one more time. Are you concerned that this is going to be, this could be unpossible for the bakeries at the oil prices? I mean, we've seen that before. We saw that last winter. Could things change that way? Well, I'm uh, this government was elected on a platform of ensuring that uh, when I, whenever I talked about the platform, I talked about three pillars. Jobs, 
healthcare, and education. And taxpayers uh, and citizens of Alberta told us very clearly that they don't think it's right for health and education to suffer when, um, when global markets are impacted necessarily. So we're working really hard to make sure, of course, the financial situation is a reality, uh, but ensuring that we have the right care in the right place by the right professional is also a reality. And we're going to make sure we get value in working with our partners uh, around the construction of this facility and later service delivery. That's what I'm hoping for. Now I need to work with, uh, with some of the contractors who are going to be stepping forward through the RFP process, as well as with my own department and the Department of Infrastructure to see if we can achieve that timeline. I, uh, I, I'm still hopeful that that's a reality. Uh, in terms of ongoing operations and delivery of services, absolutely. If we have uh, an opportunity to tie into the foothills, um, for example, I believe it's over 80% of the cancer surgeries are happening at the foothills site. If we have an opportunity to tie in, and we will, to those uh, existing capacities as well as potentially the um, vaults for radiation that are at Tom Baker, we've got some existing infrastructure here that I think we can use to uh, support us in ensuring we have that full full range of uh, a comprehensive cancer center moving forward. And uh, when we reviewed some of the other options on other sites, they didn't, um, they didn't necessarily translate to the same types of cost benefits that one might assume. So uh, we, are, we are confident moving forward here with the Foothill site. Uh, yes, there has, and uh, when we have the full rollout on the fall, we'll be able to talk about that in more detail, but we're moving forward right now with looking at a couple of specific sites right here on the foothills. Okay, we're going to, oh, sorry, we'll take one more question after this, but last, last question, and then we're going to wrap up the Q&A with the minister um, after I check the lines one more time, and then these fine folks at the front will be available to speak with you about your specific questions regarding their organizations. Yes, but rest assured between now and then that all our energy is focused on Foothill site and making sure that we're bringing forward uh, the best comprehensive plan for Albertans. Okay, anybody on the line? At this time, there are no current questions. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, so these folks can, we'll just do it in a scrum format, one-on-ones. And thank you, Minister Hoffman, and thank you all for coming. Thank you. Yeah, thank you.